0: Hello, Return Homies! Jeff Heimbach here with some blatant self-promotion for my new book, Interludes from Melancholy Falls Volume 1. Featuring 16 stories set within the world of Return Home, this collection explores more of the town and its citizens. Want to finally learn what has kept former Mayor De Palma indisposed? Care to know where the town of Melancholy Falls got its name? Dying to hear the origin of the Raggedy Man? Or do you just want some hints as to what kind of weird threats are coming down the road for our heroes? Well, all of this and more are included in the book. In fact, the interlude you are about to listen to is also in the book. Under a different name, sure, but it's in there. Think of this as a sneak peek, an auditory preview, if you will. The book has gotten some great reviews so far, and we'd love for you to read it too. Again, it's called Interludes from Melancholy Falls, Volume 1, written by yours truly, Jeff Heimbach, available now on Amazon. And now, Interlude 8, Confessions. Uh, Today is March 22nd, 1998. This is Entry 248 in the Confessional of Stephen Lundy, First Leading Knight of the Order of Billith. Uh, There's no easy way to do it, so let's just do it. I killed I killed Tabitha she's dead and it was my doing okay. I guess I should start from the beginning there was a period in my life when my father Christopher Lundy encouraged me to go out into the world go to university and learn all the things he'd never had the chance to learn in spite of his great wealth, he'd never attended an institute of higher learning. His father, my grandfather, insisted that he stay home, at least close to home, once he'd completed high school. Close, you know, so he could help with the order. And well, Christopher Lundy was unlikely ever to be in need of gainful employment that university studies would help provide. But my father wanted me to learn more of the world outside the order, and the university was the place to do that. A broad course of study, he felt, would make me more of a well-rounded leader when the time came for me to step up and lead. The title of First Leading Knight is earned and not inherited, of course, But there was no question that the title would one day be mine. Even at university, I adored Biloth. I lived for Biloth. I inhaled her teaching, and I worshipped everything about her. Until I met Tabitha. My dear, sweet Tabby. I met... Tabitha, during my last year at the university, the moment I laid eyes on her, I knew she was the one for me, I, I just knew it, and when her piercing eyes fell upon me, I felt a, a charge course through my body like I had never felt before. For years, I had been taught that Bilith touched our hearts in ways no one else ever could, in that first moment, oh, she changed my feeling about that. She ensnared my heart like it was a fox caught in a trap. I was helpless. Weeks had gone by before I'd worked up enough courage even to speak to her. And when I did, I fumbled over my words. I was stuttering. I was so nervous. I was like a little schoolboy again. Butterflies are welling up in my stomach, fluttering around. <laughs> and when I when I walked away, I I thought myself I thought myself a fool. But little did I know, she was just as smitten as I. <laughs> Our first kiss was three weeks later. Mm. Well, being that I am a proper gentleman, I will spare the sordid details of my youthful exploits with Tabitha, even though I'm just telling myself here. But I will tell you, I had never felt so alive, so free, so full of love. She understood me as no one else had. At last, for once, for once, here was someone who knew completely how I felt. And she loved me for it. In those moments, my heart was filled with Tabby's love. But not Billard's. I, I had never meant to neglect Billard's teachings. My faith, my journey toward the one truth. I had not even realized it was happening myself. I didn't realize until my father appeared at the university one morning and he chided me for forgetting Remembrance Day. 20 years of my life, I had never once forgotten Remembrance Day. Not once, not ever. But that time I did. And that was one time too many. And when I started to realize... I was slipping away. From Biloth. From her light. From her love. From the order. My father realized it too. And with all he had invested in me over the years... There was no way he'd ever allow that to happen. So, I was given an ultimatum either usher Tabitha into Billith's light, or lose her forever. Despite, um, many long hours together, Tabby and me. I, I'd never mentioned to her my own conventional upbringing, my faith. The thought never even crossed my mind. But it seemed the time had come to introduce her. Would she take it to heart? Would she reject the teachings and force me to make a choice I did not want to make? Well, it did cross my mind that If Tabby did not accept Billith's light, I had no idea how I would react. How much did I love this woman? Did I love her enough to leave behind my faith, my upbringing, my birthright, to live a life with her, a life without Billith? Would that even be possible? Could I actually do it? Could I turn my back on Biloth, after all the years I had dwelled and flourished in her light? After much soul-searching, much debate, much anguish inside myself, I found that if it it came down to it, I believed I could. Faith is a, is a funny thing for most people. With so many different variations of religions and beliefs in the world, everybody has their own version of what they believe. And when I told Tabby my belief, well, I, I guess it should have come as no surprise to me just how well she took it. Really, it it was like she'd been waiting for something like this to come along her whole life. And here it was. I will never forget how she looked at me and said, Stephen, with you by my side, I will gladly let Bilveth into my heart. It was like we were pieces of a puzzle She said I completed her. She did. She said I made her feel whole for the first time in her life. (laughs) Imagine that. We were married by the year's end. We held a small ceremony before graduation. So my father who was then at, in poor health. He could see his eldest son married before he passed. The celebration was twofold. In it, we joined our lives together and we also joined our lives to billets. When my father died shortly after and the title of first leading knight fell to me Tabby was right by my side, as she said she would be right there. She had learned the teachings and the words of Billeth faster than anyone else in the order ever had, and assisted in the ceremony with complete devotion and joy, as if she was always meant to do so. Life was good. In 1990, life got even better when our little Rachel arrived. We were happy. We were a family. Me, Tabby, and Rachel. All of us, all of us bathing in Billet's light and love. Tabby was out with Rachel the first time she had an episode. It was a few years later and they were at the playground. Tabby dropped her a cup of coffee. Suddenly, no warning, she claimed her hand just fell asleep and her grip slipped. When she bent over to clean it up, she was overtaken by some kind of dizziness, and her speech began to slur. Well, we chalked it up to stress. Well, with the long nights and days we'd been spending preparing for the order of Billeth's next phase. But these, these incidents, you know, they kept recurring. Fatigue. Memory disturbance, is having trouble walking, you know, cognitive function impairments. The cause of multiple sclerosis is still unknown, but most researchers agree it results from an abnormal response by the body's immune system. This abnormal immune response could be caused by a virus, but it is unlikely just one virus causes the condition. A normal body usually sends in immune cells to fight off bacteria and viruses, but with multiple sclerosis, those cells misguidedly attack the body's own healthy nervous system. They attack and consume the myelin sheath uh, the fatty insulation surrounding nerve cells in the brain and spinal cord. Myelin acts like the rubber insulation around an electric cable, <laughs> and it facilitates the smooth transmissions of messages between the brain, the spinal cord, and the rest of the body. But as the myelin is attacked, the messages aren't sent efficiently, and eventually, Eventually they're not sent at all. The doctors had a regimen they said they wanted to begin immediately. Life with MS was painful, yes, but it was manageable. Tabitha's life could be extended years, decades even, with their help. But the order had other plans. We have spent our lives, centuries, millennia, trusting in the splendor that is built. Now, there has never been a proscription against the use of traditional Western medicines. Help can come from many places. But the Order does frown upon efforts to seek means of healing that go against the ways of the Order. Through Billeth, anything is possible. Through Billeth, your full potential will be unlocked. Through Billeth, your faith will heal you. That is the reward for the strength of your belief. Your faith will heal you. Your faith will heal you. And so... Against the wishes and the determinations of all those good doctors, we cast them and their petty remedies aside. Instead, we prayed. We meditated. With full hearts, we performed the sacred rituals that we might bring forth Bilith's healing light. We did everything Bilith's teachings decreed for members in our predicament. Yeah, it's true. Some days were harder than others. Sometimes Tabitha's condition worsened. Sometimes it improved. And those improvements were the proof of our faith. For every bad day, we redoubled our efforts the next to show our devotion to Billeth and to the cause that was greater than either of us. The moments not spent building toward the future of the order were committed to improving Tabitha's condition. It wasn't easy for her, but she was brave. She was brave, and she was devoted, and she persisted, even as the disease ravaged her body. In that last year or so, She was confined to her bed she couldn't stand without any assistance the disease had reduced her by degrees finally it rendered her unable to perform even the simplest of tasks but still no matter the setbacks no matter how hard it was no matter how many times we were tested and i swear oh we were tested the limits of our endurance we did not waver we'd never once wavered in our faith we knew billeth had a plan we knew billeth would provide we knew billeth would save her She passed this morning, my Tabitha, almost exactly four years from the day she was diagnosed. You know, with MS, it's not the disease itself that gets you, (laughs) it's everything else. It just opens the doors to every other goddamn affliction in the world and they finish the job. Like pneumonia, you know, it was pneumonia, I did it. During her last two weeks in this world, Tabitha couldn't move much in her bed. So it was hard for her to clear her lungs. Me, I could, I could do nothing. Nothing but be there by her side as she continued to work on the order's plans loyal even when she could not do the labor herself. I held her hand as she took her final breath. She looked at me with those eyes of hers. (laughs) Those eyes. (laughs) She looked into my eyes all the way down into my soul the way she did and she smiled at me she smiled at me and said Bella she always finds a way and that was it she was gone. She was gone. My tabby. My dear sweet Tabby. Dear, sweet Tabby. And now here I sit quote in my confessional, as the order's teachings demand. That's what we do. That's what we do when we realize a wrongdoing in our lives, and want to clear our conscience of that sin. I have spent too long questioning why, 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 why did my Tabitha contract this horrible disease? Why had this? pitiless hardship come into our lives. And why, just why did it have to end this way? It took me until today to realize that I have no one to blame for it but myself. Tabitha was put into my life, you see, to test my faith. And she was taken from me because I failed that test. We spent so much of our lives together devoted to the order, to Billeth herself. But this disease was kind of recompense. Retribution for that one moment all those years ago when I questioned my dedication to Billeth and to the Order I am punished for my questions then when for just the briefest instant all the world seemed unclear to me and I did not fully believe in my path my path the path down which I had been guided my entire life by Billeth herself illuminated at every step by her light and because Tabitha was the reason for my errant feelings because she was the reason my love of Billeth faltered in my own heart because she was the reason I betrayed for that briefest moment my own faith. That was why she was stricken with this disease. Of course she didn't mean to interfere with the path Billith had destined for me and of course she could not have known that she nearly did lead me astray of the path for all that, she had to pay for her sins against Billoth, and for her sins against the first leading knight of their order. But were those her sins really? No, 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 they were mine alone. Tabitha paid with her life, but I am punished still. I am the one who must suffer and prevail. For my failings, Tabby is dead today. It's my fault, I killed her. I killed her because I did not fully trust in Billet's plan. I will not make that mistake again, not now, not ever. I felt Billeth's light shine down upon me today, and it has renewed my sense of purpose. It has restored the fullness of my devotion. It has set ablaze the love in my heart. The path before me is clear, as if it is etched in cold fire at my feet. My eyes are open. My mind is free of obstruction. My vision is now complete. I now know the way toward the one truth, for Billeth has shown me. Her return is nigh upon us, and I shall be the one that leads us there. My Tabitha may be dead. But she is merely dead. Biloth... Billeth is not dead. But she is vibrant and alive in all of us. Waiting for her rebirth into this world. Billeth will return. Billeth is coming. She is coming. And when she does... I know Tabitha will smile upon me for trusting in her plan. May her light shine down upon you. As it will, I promise, soon shine down upon us all.